0: Lights. Camera. Cinematic
1: That's the one Roll that intro. rolling, roll
0: that,
2: roll that intro.
0: Intro. I want to sing, yeah. but I can't. Cause it's Christmas. Christmas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh well well I think we got cut off Rick went too high. Dogs barking. Yep. Dogs barking everywhere. Yeah, my dogs uh, my dogs are
0: looking at me like they're gonna straight up beat the shit out of me when I get off of here, so uh, you know <laughs> so, welcome, welcome everyone to the Cinemagic
2: podcast. I'm your great host over here, Jonathan Guandois, with my favorite host for the holidays, Rick Acevedo. I like to call him the elf on the shelf, uh, and I'm your Mrs. Claus again. I still don't know what that means, but I'm my Mrs.
0: Claus. I don't. Yeah, that, <laughs> I feel again that Christmas is like a low-key, overly sexual holiday, and I feel like nobody really wants to admit that. Again,
1: low-key, on. low Low-key. Huh?
0: Low oh, that... no
1: one wants to admit it. I'm Have just you saying. Ever been into a lingerie shop. Have you ever been to a a an adult store?
2: Well, that voice you're hearing. The because... one
0: in Polaribo, the one in polarable in never mind.
1: Polaribo doesn't count and you know it and you know why. And I don't know why, but you so, know
2: why. Uh, I just wanna say the voice you're hearing right there is our other partner over here at Treskalian Productions. That's right. Amy's over here with us again. woo woo Our first return guest to the podcast, right? She's our first two-timer.
0: Yeah, she is our first (laughs) two-timer. Amy, Amy, he called you a two-timer. That's not cool, man. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with you, man? Respect! It's the
2: holidays. We're supposed to be overly sexual. That's what I heard. Yeah. I don't. Hey, Amy actually you know ice what
0: ice. sexual healing was released during the holidays I'm not sure which holiday but I know that a lot of babies were made with that one
1: uh, I believe it
0: <laughs> Marvin had that power y'all I mean listen but, I'm here
1: hello my like birthdays in Marvin October
2: K. I I know when my parents had sex to make me so <laughs>
0: I know it's some me. cold winter months it was, they put a record on it. You, know, you know what was on the record get up get up get up <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we
2: are sitting here we brought Amy in again because usually when Rick and I like to have these arguments of what we think is best it's always me but <laughs> Rick disagrees
0: uh, we try to bring Grinch. in Amy I'm gonna Grinch
2: <laughs> as should yeah, we bring in Amy because she is objective and smart and mm-hmm. uh, very pretty and knows a lot of things, and I could think of no one Bro, better.
0: the level of ass-kissing that you're doing <laughs> is unbearable to me right now. Damn. I mean, it's you're not like it's with...
1: too good for Rick over there.
0: <laughs> now, wait a second. Because, see, here's how I operate, all right? i love amy to death she's awesome and she knows i have the Um, utmost trust in her where all you're doing bro is like she's pretty and i'm gonna kiss her and i'm gonna get
1: her (laughs) (laughs) a christmas
0: this is really a
1: podcast all about flattering me it's like (laughs) you thought it was going to be about movies but nope it's about me (laughs)
0: that's right Amy you tell
2: them so uh, what we did here we gave Amy a list of movies Mm. some of them already mentioned last week in our podcast podcast. Um, so we may not go over more than the questions Amy asked us but we set them up in a tournament bracket again Amy will ask us to defend our choices and eventually we'll find out which is one of the best holiday movies from Rick and I's collection if you don't agree here's a disclaimer go fuck yourself Happy holidays.
0: Um. <laughs> and if and if you still have problems with what I said now in the holiday season, in the spirit of brotherhood and friendship, if you still have problem problems with what I said about my octopus teacher, also go fuck yourself with an octopus. Yeah. But I, he
1: wants you so bad.
0: We're not so talking about
1: badly. those movies. We're talking about holidays. It's a holiday We're movie. Talking about holidays. Octopus Christmas.
0: You never heard of that? It's underwater, man. It doesn't have to be in December. Yeah,
1: it's like underground. I don't know if you've heard of it before, but like,
0: uh. it's, <laughs> it's because like... all of
2: the octopus movies I've seen, I've had a scene from Sketchy Sight because Amy has shown them to me. Um, maybe there weren't octopuses, but I do know there was a lot of tentacles in it. That's all I can say. Uh,
1: <laughs> silver
2: bells. <laughs> I hope you're all listening to this. Are those with bells? Family. Are
0: those bells <laughs> silver or are they jingling? That's what I want to know. I think
1: they're both they're jangling bells anyway. Well, I should so that. Uh,
0: <laughs> this is a family podcast for the family. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm so
1: happy to be here as the resident token Jew,
0: as the as the. <laughs>
1: to 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 participate in this holiday bracket that is full with well we'll see how this goes
2: well that's why your objective
0: you have no personal feelings stop it jonathan me. stop it you stop it just stop it <laughs> <Yes>. So <this laughs>
1: i get to start off the bracket so i start with one of the brackets Yeah, you start Yeah, yeah. So-
0: yeah you-
1: oh okay so i see how it is okay okay so i'm gonna start from the bottom, because that's how you always write. You started from the bottom, now I'm here. So (laughs) Uh, we're going between Bad Santa and Christmas Story. All right, what
2: are you looking for, Amy, as a judge for this contest? Just so we are all prepared and know.
1: Um, I want holiday antics explained, or I want the holiday feature of it to matter. I want to know why it's the best holiday movie for that holiday. I want to know, like, so is it because it moves you emotionally? Is it because it makes you cry from laughing? Is it because it disgusts you on a level you've never felt before? Whatever it is, you know. Uh,
2: the disgusting part's very interesting.
1: Um. <laughs> I feel like my I feel, I feel, my like, Jonathan, teacher,
0: I feel yeah. like Jonathan's going to have the kind of the edge on disgusting because of his pig and, you know.
2: Well age before beauty my friend
0: so you can start with your pick all right but i'm although i am old i am pretty and old i'm also pretty old so I don't. you really are pretty
1: that. and old so you're pretty old
0: you, yeah you so old. go ahead so here's what i picked a christmas story all right mm-hmm. it is a movie that takes place in christmas but it doesn't bore you with all the like Fa la 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 stuff. It doesn't do that. Um, it's got iconic lines. I triple dog dare you. All right. Triple dog dare you. You'll shoot your eye out. Now you've heard that a million oh, times. Oh,
1: now I know exactly what movie you're talking exactly. about. Isn't that
0: interesting? And this is an award where he gets that lamp with the leg where Ralphie starts feeling the leg up and sort of getting his first little, you know. Christmas uh, sex
1: experience. The lag with
0: the lamp. The lamp, yeah. The award, you know. It's Glass. an award.
1: Oh,
0: it's an award. It's mm-hmm. an award. Um, so I love that movie because of that, and it doesn't really. It's not like it. It, it gives you the build up to Christmas, but it doesn't a hundred percent center on Christmas. Which, when Jonathan and I spoke about this last week, I think is one of the things that makes Chris, you know, holiday movies all the more better because you don't want to stay on that. Oh, boy, Santa Claus is coming. Mommy, mommy, I need a leg operation. Could you You know. Um, So it doesn't do any of that. And it's very... Sort of kind of... Like, it kind of gives you a more realistic look at Christmas. It's not this fantastical... Oh, boy. Three spirits are coming to visit me tonight. And have their way with my emotions. That ain't happening. No. Look, Amy, let me... Let me appeal to midwestern sensitivity. Oh, don't see.
1: Don't bring me into this.
0: Don't. <laughs> I don't this, I'm a
1: West Coast person now. I love that. I love that.
0: Okay. But I'm you, you kidding, know, St. Louis is better than Kansas City. So come of on. Of course. I mean, imagine, imagine, imagine those sort of those sort of holiday periods taking place, and it's like, you know, you want to cook the turkey. And the fucker burns. So you end up having dinner, Christmas dinner at a Chinese restaurant. That is awesome. That is so <laughs> normal. Like, that is so. You've seen that happen before at some point in time. The ant that gives you the shitty present. I know someone has, has had to have gotten the eight pair of tube socks at some point in time from an ant. We just did not want to go anywhere beyond the drugstore.
1: As the aunt that gives out toe socks, I would like to say you got a boom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would like to just, just rebut it here. And I, and I think Christmas Story is a classic. It does, it does have a lot of, quote, memorable lines, right, of it all. And we've all laughed with the Christmas Story. But if you really want to laugh, then you have to pick my movie, Bad Santa. It has Billy Bob Thornton and Bernie Mac in it. You didn't think Billy Bob Thornton could be funny. He proves how funny he can be in here. Bernie Mac, literal original Kings of Comedy in a movie with it, and they're joking, having lots of fun. All in all, Bad Santa is more than just a regular Christmas movie, like Christmas Story is. What it is is a heist film. What it is, is a mentor film. What it is, is a gross-out, unwitted comedy that even Roger Ebert gave three and a half out of four stars for its raunchiness, its funniness, and its heart. Christmas Story is kind of just heart. Doesn't have the raunchiness that Bad Santa has, right? It doesn't have the, 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 the comedic. It doesn't also have little people in it, which Bad Santa does, and the little people here are more than just elves, they're actual, right, protagonists in the film, people who con, have their own lives and doing stuff. It is more than just a Christmas movie. It's a movie about those and us at our worst time around a holiday that's supposed to be great and giving and really says it leaves a lot of people out. And those people have to find their own ways and they have to find the spirit in and of themselves despite the holidays. I feel
1: Bad like Santa. you're trying to appeal to me on a personal level. And I <laughs> disrespect that. <laughs> I feel
0: like you're kinda you're kind of broadening the whole little people thing, and there's only one little person as a protagonist in that film. Alright? So uh, a,
2: And it's a tag. How many does your have? Usually the elves are background character or played big by people like Will Ferrell. This one puts a little person front and center. It's diverse. It is a diverse film, unlike a Christmas story with his Midwestern sensibilities that minorities don't exist. And Bad Santas actually takes place where they show that a variety of people exist, even those who are poor and not just I a mean, middle class, I mean, okay. suburban sensibilities.
0: So it, does, okay? it does.
1: So I'm actually going to make my ruling. Um, I've heard enough from both of y'all. Um, I'm gonna choose a Christmas story, even though some of the some of the some of the arguments you made I highly disagree with, like how you were like, It's not really a Christmas story, and it's literally called a Christmas story. So that's not a but
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> But it's a classic. I knew it as soon as you said like some of the, the moments from it. So uh based on that and um and uh because I want to and you can't tell me what to do and you're not my supervisor so A Christmas Story is the
2: next <laughs> all right all I know is if you're gonna watch
0: one tonight you're gonna watch Bad Santa over A Christmas Story I guarantee it I guarantee it I'll send I'll send Amy the DVD of A Christmas Story so she can watch it on her please, own time <laughs> wait do, do, do We don't even send me a DVD
1: do we don't send, send DVD. DVDs anymore?
0: no right it's like socks now you don't send socks you don't send <laughs> DVDs <laughs> all right
1: so on our way up, we've got Scrooge and Gremlins.
2: Well, since I've lost, I guess the losers shall go first. I chose Gremlins, OK? And I'm going to tell you why. Now, some people will say this is a non-Orthodox choice. But Gremlins, like Die Hard, does take place over Christmas. It is essentially a story about a boy who gets a <laughs> present. <in> the <laughs> and the <laughs> present has unintended consequences. I'm in front of Die Hard Die Hard takes place it. over Christmas. I know, I know. It's a Christmas
1: I movie. It's
2: a, it's a Christmas so movie. So is Gremlins. Gremlins is one of the classics and vain as that. So you have a son who gets this mogwai and his father, who is in a place that's kind of down and out, but still has Christmas spirits, right? Because they're depressed. They're not as, um, as rich as uh, some other people are in this other choice, right? But in this, he tries to give his son a good present, get him a good present by going to Chinatown. Again, diverse and diversity, which I understood is not accepted here, but I would still like to argue for it, uh, <laughs> for
0: diverse movies with diverse people. I'm uh, uh, uh,
2: just gonna put that against the judge. And, 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 this, is, and
0: this is the two Caribbean guys having this discussion.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously.
2: <laughs>
0: All right, so just to say this,
2: so he tries to give his son a good, a good Christmas by giving him a present. And the son, being a teenager, of course, doesn't listen. But his son has to learn from his mistakes. When gremlins go out and try to destroy the town, the son becomes a hero, gets laid, and the whole community comes together to stave off the gremlin infection and destroy and kill them all. Essentially, destroying consumerism of itself and becoming a holistic community together. That's really what Gremlins about. And what's more of it's the simple. holiday spirit than community? Really, uh, what is more than that? That is my argument. Gremlins is about the community coming together and saying, screw consumerism. The Gremlins destroyed all commercial stuff. Screw that, they don't care. What they have is each other and smacking the crap out of
0: Gremlins. What's more holidays than that? What is more holiday? All okay. right,
1: screw, are up.
0: See, I feel like I should change my pick to either Die Hard or Porky's at this point. Uh, <clears> this <throat> does not take place over Christmas.
1: Die Hard is a
2: Christmas movie. Don't don't make
0: me argue this. <laughs> I,
1: That's a separate day.
0: I yeah wow uh, okay so, I mean I guess they must have built a great community because there has so many freaking sequels that all they did was destroy. Community and uh, you know, gremlins <laughs> only had one sequel, thank you, and that was also in New York City. And it
2: ratcheted up and became even better. So, I'm not even gonna say that's when you get the spider gremlin and the
0: sexy lady gremlin. Don't you hate on gremlins too? Don't you hate on gremlins too? I, I feel like your passion for gremlins is incredible, man. Um, <clears throat> okay, so here's the reason why I picked Scrooge okay, as I was telling John last week, I think Christmas Carol is one of the darkest stories you'll ever read. Um, Ebenezer Scrooge is a total dick. Uh, There's no way you can actually relate to him. And really, at the end of the book or any other uh, Christmas Carol movie, you pretty much uh, don't give two shits if Scrooge has, um, you know, bought the biggest goose and, you know, uh, given Tiny Tim the operation. You really just don't. So, in Scrooge, there's a humanity. To Bill Mary's character that doesn't exist in any other Christmas Carol film or, or integration or iteration of any sort. Number one, he has a charisma that sort of makes you kind of rude for him, knowing the background of the story. Um, you know, he goes from being a good person, obviously, to being a complete dick, obviously, to seeing things along the way that make him not want to be that same person. Uh, and really at the end, you know, towards the end you see him have this moment where he sees this uh, dead homeless fella that, that had, you know, confused him with Richard Burton or whatever. And he's desperately trying to, you know, get him up and do whatever he can so this man will be alive and, and, and have a, you know, a, a nice life or something that he could do. There is a lot of heart in that movie. It is Far closer to a Christmas movie, I think, than the Gremlins. Because, you know, Gremlins, what the hell, man? Oh, no, man? no. You want to talk about Dark? <laughs> in Gremlins, there's literally a character, his girlfriend, who he gets
2: plus from eventually, who hates Christmas. The whole time she hates Christmas. And she finally has a monologue where she reveals the reason she hates Christmas is because her dad disappeared on Christmas Eve, and he found off that he slipped and broke his neck in the chimney, and they found him days later. So ever since, she has ps PTSD and has hated Christmas ever since. Talk about darkness and heart. That is in the Gremlins.
0: It's also it's also something that's happened before. I'm
1: sorry. One second. Mm. Uh, Peanut Gallery. We have to give him his chance to defend his movie. Thank you. Okay. Continue. All
0: right. So what I'm saying is, you know, that's what makes Scrooge for me, and what makes it a better film than Gremlins is come on, man, everybody's dad walked out on Christmas to get a pack of cigarettes and some ice and came back 35 years later or never? That is like, that is something that has been written into films. It's like, you know why I hate Christmas? I hate Christmas because right as I tore up my foot, my dad walked out and said, I'm getting some cigarettes. And then he never came back, but then he came 35 years later with a stripper named Shirley. And Shirley didn't like me. A stripper named Shirley,
1: please.
0: I I just want to say you're calling my
2: movie repetitive when yours is a take on The Christmas Carol, which has been done a hundred times over, and mine's about gremlins.
1: Bang, bang, bang. Gremlins. (laughs) Because I like them. And because the next movie's wild, and I think it's fun. And the fact that it's a Christmas movie by proxy is hilarious.
2: All right. Uh, both nice are idea? Christmas movies. Gremlins Two is also a Christmas movie. Yeah. It takes place over Christmas
1: again. Does it That's is, it's a Wonderful Life and Muppet Christmas Carol, starting with the Rick Astley.
0: Thank you very much. All right. So I chose this. For first of all, let me make this clear. I chose the version with Orson Welles as Mr. Potter and Marlo Thomas as the default um, was it Henry character except for, you know, it's, it's a retelling of that tale with, uh, so with a female it's protagonist. Not, it's, not the, you say, it's, it's not, it's the, not the
1: original, it's not the OG?
0: No, it's not the OG.
1: It's and a Wonderful Life too I, or the...
0: I think it's like 70s with Orson Welles. Look up, look it up with uh, Orson Welles. <clears throat> Orson Welles.
1: Didn't we do something
0: on Orson Welles? A while back ago, yeah. Mm-hmm. I keep trying to convince It Jonathan. Happened
1: One Christmas?
0: Yeah, that's basically That's it.
1: 1977? Yes. So are you doing It Happened One Christmas, or It's a Wonderful Life?
0: You know what? I'm just going to go with the OG. I'll call an audible. I'll go with the OG. So Good <clears throat> what I like. And you're
1: going with It's a Wonderful Life?
0: It, it is, yeah. It is a Wonderful Life with uh, Jim, Jimmy Stewart and Donna Reed Yep. Yeah. so here's the reason why I'm going with it's a wonderful life it's a wonderful life has a ton of heart because you see when Christmas is happening the idea is that everyone is supposed to be so happy the kids are getting ready because you know Santa Claus is coming and all these other things and are happening and then it's a wonderful life because of a banking error and a dick bank owner and that's the best way to say it um Henry pretty much faces himself at the edge of a precipice from which he cannot return financially and otherwise to the point that he's thinking about jumping off a bridge so it tackles some serious subjects like suicide mental health issues you know maybe not a mental health issue I mean well maybe because he does see an angel and you don't know if it's just maybe the frostbite or whatever But this angel comes in and basically shows Henry what life would be like without him. Simply put, Henry feels that he is making everyone's life much worse. So, with that, at the end, and this is really 1940s obviously, everything happens to get better when everyone chips in to help Henry. And then he realizes that Mr. Potter, um, actually just tried to screw him over in the worst of ways, just try to screw him over to the point that he says to him, you're, that de- you're worth more dead than alive. That is some stone cold shit to say to a person, especially on Christmas. And so I think that it has that sort of Happy ending, but not without taking you to what could be the possibly darkest periods of your life where, you know, when you're about to get screwed by someone, it doesn't matter if it's Christmas. It happens. Shit happens. So that's why I like A Wonderful Life, because shit happens, and it can happen on Christmas.
1: That's the one where the angel gets its wings. Yes. If the bell rings. I would also argue that... Um... If you are seeing angels, um, that yes, most people would consider that something to look into.
0: Yes, I totally agree. I don't. I don't okay. think they did a good enough job of covering that, but I totally agree <laughs> I with mean, you. I totally agree with you.
1: I, now that, I'm gonna I'm gonna end it on that weird awkward note and go to Muppet Crystal Parham. So one thing that
2: Rick and I's movie both have in common is that they were both box office failures and in return they were both fun life afterwards more for their wonderful and charm that they bring so Scrooge which one earlier Muppets Christmas Carol is of the same a Charles Dickens classic but instead of bringing that darkness forward the Muppet Christmas Carol brings it down to a level that's fun and enjoyable for children and families of all age. This is a quintessential family movie because what's more family than watching Miss Piggy, Kermit the Frog, and even Fozzie Bear having a rubber chicken factory. The hilariousness of the Muppets does bring the Christmas Carol down from this dark thing to really something that kids can understand and get behind about the meaning of being a good person and going to good loves, and and, and 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 not being a Scrooge of it all. And I know Muppets do such a great job with it. It has stars Michael Caine, Oscar-perform-winning old man. You know him from Alfred as the Dark Knight in the newest Batman trilogy, Amy, just in case you don't know who Michael Caine is. Um, but,
0: the Italian but yeah, if you job, remember Alfred from the original Italian job, Yeah, the
2: original Italian job. But uh, not the Justice League. Batman. He's the Alfred from the one with Christian Bale, like the Dark Knight Returns and all that.
1: So yeah, just, just, of just course, he doesn't know way. Michael Caine.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, Michael Caine. So, uh, but, but it has that. So it's, it's a familiar story that they added songs and adventure and Muppet pranks with uh, to make it lighthearted and fun for everyone else. So uh, I, 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 it's just, it has Kermit, it has Gonzo, it has Miss Piggy. How can you vote against Miss Piggy? If you do, she'll probably slap the living crap out of you. Okay. Just going to put that in I'm
1: not going to be scared by no Miss Piggy because It's a Wonderful Life is my winner for that bracket. Woo. I, I watched It's a Wonderful Life um, at least once growing up.
0: Yeah. It's and fun. I have
1: seen it subsequently every year for the rest of my life, whether I wanted to or not, <laughs> by process of watching TV. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: Only because it's on 17,000 channels out of 17,001 channels. It's
1: every year, yeah. yeah.
0: It's like Gone with the Wind.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or yeah. or it's always, it's something has been taken from it and used in other yeah. films, you know? absolutely. Like an angel got its wings that was an American dad.
0: Oh, I love yep. that one. Yeah, I love that one.
1: Mm-hmm. Nightmare, on, Nightmare Before Christmas or Miracle on 31st, 34th street. but first, we start with Nightmare Before Christmas.
2: Oh yeah, and I know you would say the Nightmare on Elm Street, which is also appropriate for this one because <laughs> the
1: Nightmare Before Christmas It's also a Christmas movie. <laughs>
2: Nightmare on Elm Street is not a Christmas movie. It actually takes place in the fall.
1: Um It's a Thanksgiving movie, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But The Nightmare Before Christmas, as most people, and I said this in our last podcast, think of this as a Halloween movie, which it is not. It is very much not. It opens November 1st, day after Halloween, after Halloween Town has celebrated their very successful Halloween. And you have Jazz Skeleton, who I think, (coughs) as we have all been there, is kind of tired with the rut of his job, the King of Halloween. It's his job to make a great Halloween, and it feels samey, and it's just the same each year. So he finds, he explores and goes out and finds that there's other holiday towns out there and he runs into the Christmas one. And now he's in with this holiday, something that he truly doesn't understand, but wants to get with it, wants to understand it, right? So he he used to be an outsider, but he wants to be an insider. And so now he gets this whole town together to go, hey, why don't we try something new? Instead of being stuck with our tradition and old ways, why don't we try something new? Why don't we try to expand our horizons above ourselves? Why don't we try to celebrate Christmas? And that's really what A Nightmare Before Christmas is about. As a person myself, I bring this personally. When coming to this country, we didn't really celebrate. My parents really didn't celebrate Christmas. Christmas was foreign to them. So coming here, they had to learn how to do it. And I think a lot of us can feel that way too. And that's why Nightmare Before Christmas People just love this. This is the feeling of being an outsider and wanting to become in and learn these holidays and these traditions, while still truly being true to yourself. And that the ending lesson of The Nightmare Before Christmas, unlike all these other Christmas movies, is not to conform, it's to be yourself, right? Like yourself, your traditions, there's actually great things to it. And you can enjoy this holiday without not being yourself, With without having to conform with being yourself. You can enjoy this holiday, but you can be yourself. You can enjoy this holiday even from afar, right? So that's what the true meaning is. It's of giving, it's about learning of yourself. And again, I'm gonna use this word or two, it's about community. It's about your town, it's about the people that you're with. So what's more of the holiday season and spirit than truly being true to yourself with the family that you have and learning to love and appreciate them.
1: And it has music, good music. Miracle on 34th Street. Tell me what you got. Um,
0: what you you got. know, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I got very little because I've, I've seen this film. I, I've seen this film maybe a couple of times, but obviously Jonathan picked. Uh,
1: I mean, it's Nightmare Before Christmas if you want to save time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I, I really I mean, you I'm just,
1: yourself out just now already, I man.
0: I I really just feel like giving Jonathan the buy. I don't really feel like I can fight Nightmare Before Christmas, even if I had, uh, you know, it, it's just not possible. I'm sorry.
1: No, you're right. Um, I see. Okay, you're fixing it. So we're on to the next bracket. It's down to four movies. Um, so we've got. Ooh. A Christmas Story or Gremlins. Yep. And
2: we'll start there. Rick, you can start with the Christmas Story. Add in something new we haven't heard. What do you, what do you need, Amy? You've heard us both say our, our, our initial arguments.
0: What do you need for our follow-up arguments? Um,
1: talk-ish about the other
0: one and make yours sound better. Go. Oh, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down with that. So first of all, the, gremlin, the Gremlins is about freaking oven rats. And, wow, what, like, here's here's the biggest thing about the Gremlins. Don't feed the fucking thing after midnight. It's like that whole town is stupid and had it coming because they are feeding the little bastards after midnight. And then the only one, the only one that's even matters in Gremlins is Gizmo. It looks like a little weird dog. And that's about it. No. That's about it. There is nothing Christmassy about the gremlins. And, oh, yes, my father left and then broke himself in the chimney like a jackass. Who, who gets in a damn chimney in Christmas? Listen, I have children. I wait, love Wait, kids...
1: wait, wait. Hmm. In gremlins, a man climbed up a chimney?
0: It, apparently the father of the angry girl <laughs> that gives the guy the puss <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, and and it her dad when she was young wanted to like give her Santa Claus to up a Santa Claus to go down the chimney for her on Christmas, but he accidentally slipped and broke his neck and was there for a couple of days right. and died. Oh and yeah. you didn't
1: tell him that?
2: But okay, so let me ask you a question. No, he was surprising Do the mother and the child. Why
1: would you surprise the mother? Did she believe in Santa? No.
2: <laughs> It's nice
0: to do for your kids. You never would your you that is would never going a with You better
1: not go into no chimney without telling me you're going into John, a chimney. John,
0: John, would you get in a chimney? Come on, man. I know you. You know you wouldn't do First that.
1: First off, shit. he could he would one, he would not, and two, he could not, and three, he would not. You know, and four, you know. Gross.
0: That is so. I'm unsensical.
2: not. I'm not gonna throw shade at a dude who wanted to give his little daughter a nice holiday. You yeah. monsters! You know what would happen? Okay, you know-
0: happen with the uh, dude? He died. You died. I mean? And then he died you.
1: to do it. Is that worth it? He went up a nasty chimney, so then and not telling anybody, and then, and then got stuck in there and died after breaking his neck. I feel like that's more traumatizing than the actual good he was trying to do. See if he, he had planned it. And communicate, and of course, it wife, was traumatizing. But I guess couples don't communicate back whenever this was made. Of, and of course, like, it
2: was traumatizing, it was a surprise. He paid for the mistake
1: with his um, death, and I his daughter like, hated. I feel Christmas. like I was talking. I don't know, was it, me? was it me that was talking? I feel like it was me that was talking, but I forgot
0: what
1: I was saying. I'm just kidding. I mean, uh, I mean so, so I just don't so want to throw shade no no now it's your turn to shade because i one topic each oh
2: right, so i'm gonna say this you're mad at gizmo but gizmo's <laughs> cute and sells merchandise I what gizmo. did what did a christmas story sell guns thanks school shootings right that's what a christmas story has it's and so freaking
1: pink, good. Um, the 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 leg lamp and then the bunny bunny suit yeah those are the two things
2: Oh, the the bunny suit. So, Gremlins, again, merchandising. Christmas Story did have a sequel. No one remembers it. But the sequel that we have Gremlins 2 gets even better. Gremlins started a franchise that still exists to this day. And it started merchandise that still exists to this day. Gizmo, everybody loves. You know the rules for Gizmo. And, by the way, it wasn't the whole town. It was one teenage jack-off, all right? It wasn't the whole town who did that. And, by the way... And and by the way, Gremlins themselves, even, again, diversity, unlike your movie, No Diversity, my movie has diversity, really even said something about consumerism and Western culture and their inability to see above themselves, i.e. Christmas story. They literally talked about the crap about consumerism, how it ruins lives and children. They do that in Gremlin because the true meaning of Christmas is not consumerism, which is what Gremlins is trying to teach y'all. Unlike a Christmas story, which only cares about guns, which leads to children with guns and school shootings. So your movie led to school shootings. Mine led to little fur balls that what
0: make Pokemon. Wait, who's better? Who's better? I got who's better. I got a, this I got is hard. I got this a question for you. One question. Yeah. What did you want for Christmas when you were a kid? <laughs> a gremlin. Yeah, a gremlin. And exactly. And you know what that is? Everybody wanted... you it's yes, consumerism. Wanting... It's consumerism because you're buying the very same thing. You're buying the thing that they're selling, which is the gremlin, and you wanted the gremlin, and therefore you did not learn the lesson that they it's taught you It's better with the than gremlins. having a gun. It's
2: better than wanting guns, and it's like a school shooting. And a vote for a Christmas story is a vote for school shootings in America. Putting it out that <laughs> oh. I'm voting
1: for school shootings because I'm choosing a Christmas story because uh it has given me many 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 actually am i for it? It's based on right our
2: arguments done? not on your personal feelings about the past.
1: It is definitely based on the arguments who hides in a chimney and not tell their wife and then dies in the chimney and ruins christmas forever and the and they feel guilty forever for what they oh. tried oh, what so school shootings to
2: do. make people feel good and getting your eyes shut out makes people feel good. I forgot about that. I mean,
1: apparently, that's what they're all about. They're like, please, give me more guns. Let's just make kids carry things in wheelbarrows and put up other things. It's not the gun's fault, but we're not here to talk about how effed up America is, because we're talking about Nightmare Before Christmas or It's a Wonderful Life. Give me what you got.
2: I mean, Rick, you can go. I was the last to talk. Go ahead.
0: Um. All right. Not maybe for Christmas so. okay, this is a hard one again, but here's where I make this then again <clears throat> I feel that these movies actually have a lot in common in the sense that there is a misguided sort of way to look at the holiday. One looks at it from the perspective of you know i'm I'm going to give you. Hollow Christmas and Thanksgiving, which, a little confusing there because it's a Thanksgiving movie. Um, But the other one really addresses issues of, you know, and Jonathan, you you spoke about this earlier, consumerism, being broke during Christmas, all these things, which are very real to a lot of people. So I think that It's a Wonderful Life is more of a realistic look at Christmas just is not this shit for everybody it wasn't for it wasn't for Henry it wasn't you know the shit for him it was a really bad night so bad that he was about to jump off a bridge now Jack Skellington is wonderful but you know Jack Skellington was not a study in depression which is clearly what Henry was going through And it's a wonderful life. And he had to learn the hard way that life is wonderful if you choose it to be. So,
2: it's wonderful life does start off with someone who's gonna kill himself because the crushing weight of the world and what Christmas is literally (laughs) pulls him to die. And the whole movie is showing him his past life and what it would be like if he wasn't there. But you know what it doesn't show? him on Christmas on any of the other times, because it's literally not important. Christmas makes people feel so bad that they literally will kill themselves over it. That's what It's a Wonderful Life tells you, okay? Kill yourself. Christmas, kill yourself.
1: Whoa, wow, wow, whoa, 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 whoa. Wow. We don't need no screen or voice takes of you telling people. <laughs> no, but i think that's
2: that's literally what this movie is. It's yeah. literally... And his whole and it's all his old flashbacks. None of them are about Christmas or wonderful times during Christmas or wonderful Christmases. It's like, hey, listen, if you weren't there, all these great things that you would do would disappear. So don't let Christmas get you down. I understand. It's Christmas. Kill yourself, right? That is what that movie's telling you. Unlike *A Nightmare Before Christmas*, was actually telling you to be yourself and yes jack skeleton is depressed but never suicidally depressed um because that's crazy and also we have songs in the nightmare before christmas tons of songs wonderful characters things that are remembered besides the angel and the main character what else do you remember from it's a wonderful what, what, um what? nothing nightmare Actually... before
1: christmas everything so bang 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 um nightmare before christmas is the one that wins here but if I had it my way, instead of a Christmas story, It's a Wonderful Life would be the one that goes through to the next bracket. Um, just letting you know, Rick. If I had it my way, I would do It's a Wonderful Life versus Nightmare Before Christmas, because I think Oh, It's a Wonderful Life is one of those movies that I like. It's one of, yeah, I don't have to explain myself. You have to explain yourself. Don't question me anyway um I mean, so now own- it's between a nightmare before christmas and a christmas story
2: what do you want for this last round
1: give it all you got you uh i want the reason why yours should win okay. so the reason or like why it's personal you're a personal touch to it you give me a personal touch to the story like you tell me something about it that you like that brings you whatever joy or feelings that you have i can start rick if you don't mind
2: go for it because you know we, we still got love here even though we're fighting love. it's but, actually
1: rick first but
0: all right you can start it's fine it's christmas okay
1: I, I, you know
2: i ask I, I make sure to be courteous you so I, I will say this and i said this a lot the, the personal touch and reflection the reason why you see still a lot of merchandise of A Nightmare Before Christmas, even though it's over 20 years old, that it's that Hot Topic anywhere you can see beyond consumerism, even beyond Disney, because even though it is a Disney property, it's like this adjacent Disney property, right? <laughs> it's not, It's not like the princesses and everything else that you see. It's really the one made for the weird kids. It's the ones made for people like me who are in love with Halloween, who feel like we're outsiders trying to be in. We see all these great things that we wanna be a part of, and yet it's hard. And even when we try to do it like Jack Skeleton does, it doesn't turn out right. People still find us weird. It still finds that this is like strange, even though it's wonderful. And all of us weird kids, uh, just much like the Rocky Horror Picture Show has lasted, this has lasted for all the weird kids because of its great, strange imagery. We relate to the characters. We understand where they're trying to come from and where they're trying to be a part of. And ultimately we understand we can be a part of it, but ultimately we have to be ourselves. And I think the night that's the greatest thing a Nightmare Before Christmas, even though it comes from one of the greatest biggest companies in the world is still the strange outlier of the strange weirdness of these strange people trying to get into larger culture, but finding that their culture is what's paramount and important. Uh, It's important because it also still brings to mind people's vision of Halloween constantly and keeps that in check. In a time where Christmas is overbearing all the other holidays, it still gives a smaller known holiday its due and its place and keeps it alive for people going forward. So A Nightmare Before Christmas personally touches all the weird kids in us. Uh, and lets us know that we can be who we are, uh, even in this culture that always tries to erase us, and we can still personally uh, uh, have that touch and find our own communities.
0: Rick? That was beautiful. Bring it home. Yeah, bring it home. All right, so here's what what I think, why I relate to Christmas story. As a kid, you know, if if you celebrate Christmas, you always have that one little thing that you wanted because you Just felt, for my
1: record, did you guys celebrate Christmas growing up?
0: And in PR? Yeah. We celebrate Christmas mm-hmm. and we celebrate Three Kings Day. See, we so. celebrated Christmas and
2: Three Kings Day. Same here. Same here. But Three yeah. Kings Day because of Caribbean.
0: I think all the Caribbean we celebrate. All, all the, 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 in the entire Caribbean we celebrate Three Kings Day. I think a lot of Latin America too, but... You know, Now
2: Christmas is more popular. Just to let now, everybody know. Christmas yeah, now is Christmas, now popular But Three, three
0: Kings Days, yeah, Three Kings Day is still a big deal. So not, just not as big, but still, you know. But anyway yeah. for me, growing up almost as an only child, because my, my brothers and sisters were much older than me, yeah. um, Christmas was the holiday that I felt that I could share with everybody, and it harkens back to this You know, like, I watched the film in 1985. Summer of 1985. That same year, um, my dad asked me what I wanted for Christmas. So, the one thing that I wanted was a Transformers train set. And I could not... Not where I thought I was going. (laughs) I could not... Yeah, you know, you know, you you were in the train store. Um, You know, like... I That's really all I wanted like I could have cared less about anything else really? So I was building my Christmas up around that and I felt Not consciously but looking back. I felt like I was Ralphie like You know people are gonna listen. They're not gonna listen. They're gonna hear what you want All right, and you're gonna write notes, and you're gonna wonder what you can do so that whole period of six months Right before I got the train set, I was trying to be on my best behavior, doing everything that I possibly could to get this one reward that I could then share with my friends and everything. Because one of the cool things about Christmas, at least when I was growing up, was that you could share your toys with your friends. It wasn't just about, I'm consuming this and me, me, me. It's like, you know, we had, we had sleepovers. We had slumber parties man we shared our toys we played video games together but it wasn't all that we did you know we there was more about building relationships than anything else so i wanted this so i could tell my friends hey i have the transformers train set come to my house bring your transformers and let's have a let's make a transformers movie with like a vhs camera those that's really where my mind went on that and that film always drove that particular year home for me and it always made it to the point that when i became a father later on i essentially would buy christmas presents for my son not so that he could have a sprawling collection of stuff no it's so that he would enjoy it but that in turn if he had friends over they could enjoy it because man if if there's one thing we can do is is try to have that togetherness, try to have that friendship, that sort of family, that community building. And Jonathan, Jonathan, I'm stealing that from you because like the most actually accurate thing. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And and it, but it's true. You want to build that community, and you don't do it by making it about me, me, me. That's bullshit. No, you do it by sharing, and. in, In a Christmas story, they share a special moment where at the end, and they're having this Chinese dinner, it's all about family togetherness. It doesn't matter if we're having a gigantic turkey. Hell, we could be having wontons. Christmas is what you make it, as long as you're together with the people that you love and care about, and you also know to love and care about those around you the best way you can without judgment and without bullshit and that is where i dropped the mic on that one
1: <laughs> well you guys have given me a lot to think about um we have this is called the holiday podcast right or the holiday bracket is that yeah what we're, we're, we're calling
2: it? it yet you can name it
1: okay so what well, on the bracket is said the holiday bracket so the holiday hoedown or the holiday, yeah the holiday the oh, holiday hoedown why right, not
0: i like <laughs> In
1: remembrance of uh, whose line is it anyway? Um, so I have decided the winner, as you can see right here. <laughs> um, all of you suck. This is the winner. Please <laughs> tell Rock everyone. Rugrats Hanukkah. Uh, Rugrats Hanukkah. I'm sorry, guys. Rugrats Hanukkah is the winner. It's a winner of the best holiday movie, and you, it is indisputable. Um, I but, love it.
0: I don't mind that at all. I'm, I'm, Cheers. Down, I'm down with it. to Rugrats.
1: Thank you guys for participating in this completely rigged game. Uh, my, uh, I, 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 I am ashamed that there was not an American pickle in here from any of you. Uh, I, I, I know it slipped your mind because we're all focused on uh, uh, other things, but that would have also been a great one. But the winner is? Grand
2: yay! I'm
0: fine with that.
2: Hey man, I like diversity. As long as school shootings don't win, I'm
0: happy. <laughs> as as um. long as Jax Kellington doesn't win, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? That's bullshit. I would have been happy. I would have been happy either way, to be honest with you. Because I love I love A Nightmare Before Christmas. So I'm lying. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Christmas story is a classic. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. <laughs>
1: To me the toughest one would have been it's a wonderful life and um uh, nightmare before Christmas because I uh like I like both or i mm-hmm. and I have uh, memories of watching um it's a wonderful life it's been a while but um but yeah. yeah I think
2: you know honestly like out of this you should really watch it's a wonderful life again it's boring as hell um mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a reason why I didn't make a lot of money when it came out uh, yeah, which is why it
1: a christmas story because Everything afterwards was always based on that. And you gave me classics like *An American Dad and every other cartoon. <laughs> You're going to shoot your eye out. Yep. Well, that's why Nightmare
2: Before Christmas is unique, unlike anything else. It is a unique.
1: Uh, yes, but it did not win, now no, no, did it. No, it did not. Neither, Rugrats, neither one did win. Isn't,
0: isn't also Nightmare on Elm Street technically a, uh, or a classic uh, holiday movie? <laughs> like i said i don't think it happens there's definitely
2: one that happens in christmas but i don't think the first one happens during christmas no, no I, don't I don't think the that. first because they're in school and it's not snowing where they no. are now
0: no and they're in the no. midwest right yeah yeah not in Ca- kansas stories. city though
2: yeah uh amy you weren't here for our last podcast but i did mention krampus which i was, uh, it was either gremlins or krampus that, that would have been a good one
1: I think that if you guys did a holiday episode um, bracket, that'd be, uh, that'd be really hard, but it would be really fun. So maybe next year, maybe yeah, next maybe year one good. of you guys will win in your own, in your own competition, but not this year. And
0: so <laughs> well, thanks the for gift having that, me. <laughs> well, Amy, you are the gift that keeps, keeps giving. Thank you giving. for being here. Thank you so much, Amy. You're and so welcome.
2: You, for all of you out there who are listening to our holiday podcast, let us know your favorite holiday movies. Go over to Instagram, like, share, subscribe. Thank you so much for such a great year. We hope the best to you and your family. Uh, any holiday wishes out there, everyone else?
0: Um, yes, I have lots of holiday wishes. I, I hope everyone has happy and safe holidays with their loved ones. And, um, you know, uh, I hope that uh, you have an amazing up and coming year um again full of good vibes and good things we should all want that for one another
1: i agree happy holidays to everyone don't stress about it be cool about it don't don't do things you don't want to do and don't and don't clean your house from top to bottom stressing about it and making things miserable just because it's a holiday enjoy it relax have a good time
2: and, yeah, don't let, it and don't. Yeah, let the, don't be like the guy from It's a Wonderful Life.
1: Don't, <laughs> don't be like the guy. Uh, any of these people.
0: <laughs> and one last thing that I want to say, please, whatever you do, don't shoot your eye out.
2: Don't <laughs> shoot your eye out. Alright, <laughs> everyone. See you next time on the Magic See Podcast. See you next week. Thanks peoples. for having me. Bye. Bye.